All right, it's time for Baldry's Beat. Keith Baldry, Legislative Bureau Chief for Global News. Morning, Keith. Happy Friday. I thought that was a heck of a news conference by uh, Dr. Bonnie Henry yesterday mm-hmm. when she announces the uh, mandatory vaccine in long-term care and made a lot of other comments, too, about the, the private sector, where the private sector employees could require mandatory vaccine of their workers, whether you should be required to get vaccines to go to a concert or a sporting event. Yep. So, man, she really kind of churned it up yesterday. And now we see, just in the last hour, the federal government, has just announced that all federal employees will be required to get vaccinated. Was, Cr- federal crown corporations and federally regulated businesses, which would include airlines. Well, you know, uh, so, broadcast media is federally regulated, so I wonder if that's going to include us. But, you know, she basically spoke about the elephant in the room. We've talked about this for, for weeks. Are we going to see mandatory vac- vaccination requirements? Or, uh, and Adrian Dix, the health minister, hinted about this uh, last week. Maybe we don't force you to get vaccinated, but there will be consequences if you don't get vaccinated. And yeah. we're starting to see that. Winnipeg Jets now are saying you can't come in uh, to our games unless you're, you're double-dosed. The Vancouver Canucks are released a statement to us yesterday saying they are considering this, that you may not be able to go to a Canucks game unless you're fully vaccinated. They haven't made that call yet. The BC Lions have, not said, have said they're not going to do that. But uh, uh, Vancouver Symphony Orchestra is, is mulling their options on this as well. You're seeing uh, every day another U.S. city is announcing restrictions. San Francisco's the latest. Wow. Uh, you cannot do a number of things in San Francisco unless you're fully vaccinated. You're going to see this. This is basically gaining momentum, I think, uh, around the world. You're seeing every day in Europe another country announces restrictions of, for those who are not vaccinated. The anti-vaxxers out there are vocal. They're a tiny minority, though, um, and and they're not going to get their way. This is, I think, this is building momentum. It's what if you what if you can't take the vaccine though? Like, what if you're one of the rare cases where you've got a medical? Yeah, condition that remains that... to be worked out. But that's a tiny, tiny number of people. I mean, in a in a nation of you know, BC's got 5.4 million people. I, like maybe a thousand people, maybe in that situation. I'm just guessing. There's really small numbers of that. I really think that's almost an irrelevant question in in the larger scheme of things. That will be dealt with at some point. But uh, for the general population, I think you're looking at these tightened vaccine rules. And it's going to be fascinating to see how many private sector businesses start to employ this rule. Not everyone will, but, you know, we talked yesterday, Phillips Brewing here in Victoria, uh, holding a concert on their premises two nights in September. You can't go unless you're fully vaccinated. They say they've been subject to abuse from the active vaxxer crowd. But when you've got 82, 83% of the population with one dose, that tells you where the population, where the public is, which is the vast majority of people favor vaccination. Yeah, I had the owner of that brewery on the show yesterday, and he described how, yeah, you will have to show proof of vaccination. You have to show your vaccine card at the door in Mm -hmm. order to get into this festival. And he said, yeah, they have had a backlash. They've had some threats. They've had some online trolling and abuse. But he said tickets are selling well. Yeah. So it doesn't seem to have hurt business. It'll sell out. It's going to sell out for sure. Okay, I had Terry Lake on the show earlier today. Keith, he's the head of the BC Care Association representing the long-term care facilities. I asked him his response to mandatory vaccines for all his staff, and here's what he had to say. I think when you look at the number of outbreaks, uh, we went from over 40 down to zero with the vaccination program, but with the rise of the Delta variant and the increased prevalence in community, we're back to eight outbreaks. And while the mortality hasn't been the same as in the first and second waves, Uh, You know, people are getting sick and importantly, uh, their quality of life is suffering because you have to shut the the home down again. So families, visitors, social activities, you know, all go away. And um, 
uh, that is really tragic when you think about the quality of life uh, aspect of living in care. Okay, so he said he was. they were actually quite relieved and pleased to see this rule come in. Mm-hmm. They were asking for it before, yep. and so he's happy with it. And I said, what happens if you have staff who are unvaccinated and refuse to get the vaccine? Well, they'll be laid off. Yep. They'll be let go. Yeah, that's the reality, folks. Uh, if you don't, if you're going to refuse the vaccine as a, as a condition of your employment, you are going to face dismissal in that particular situation. It'll be interesting whether or not that will stand up in a court in a private sector setting. Whether a company can enforce this, it's, uh, I think the case law is still pretty undefined on some of this stuff, and I think there will likely be a court challenge. But uh, right now, the unions aren't blocking this; they're not uh, going to fight this thing. Uh, but um, fascinating to see Bonnie Henry do this because all along she's been hesitant to have the mandatory heavy-handed... Right, she's role. resisted this to this point. Well, she's resisted mandatory vaccines. She's also right. resisted really tough measures in terms of lockdowns and that type of thing. And yesterday was a departure, and she acknowledged that at the beginning of her remarks. This is a departure from uh, the long-held strategy. And this was, uh, this was as Terry Lake points out, eight outbreaks, not as many people sick in the outbreaks, not as many people dying... But there have been some deaths. There have been some hospitalizations associated with these outbreaks. The Delta variant changes so many things right now. We're going to see more things change as well. Okay. We mentioned earlier how Bonnie Henry went further, even further yesterday in some of her comments, talking about the possibility of private sector businesses requiring their employees to get vaccinated. She mentioned specifically restaurants Mm -hmm. that have had outbreaks of COVID-19 in their staff. And she said it would be perfectly, perfectly uh, reasonable or a perfectly valid, in her in her words, for an employee to potentially ask their workers to show proof of vaccination as a condition of employment. Now, let me play this here for you. This is Lior Zamfiru, who's a very well-known and respected employment lawyer, talking to me a short time ago about about this comment from Bonnie Henry. And here's what he said about it. It is still generally not acceptable for employers to unilaterally mandate vaccines. They need that that authorization, the the protection, if you will, from the government to issue that order. So now employers in that nursing home sector certainly can go ahead and do that. But for private companies, companies that are not covered by this particular order, it is still not uh, not appropriate to uh, require vaccines. Although I do know for a fact, Michael, that a lot of employers are saying, we don't care appropriate or not, we're doing it anyway, but that potentially yeah. does uh, create legal liability. Okay, your thoughts? Well, I think uh, just basically we're in a new reality here. Uh, this was never ever in- entertained before because there was no urgency attributed to the to attached to the situation. The flu vaccine, and we've always had flu. You know, businesses have dealt with flu for, for decades, hundreds of years, but we've never. it's never been an issue of being getting the vaccine. There was an attempt a number of years ago, the government tried to insist that the nurses, uh, all nurses had to have the flu vaccine, healthcare workers. The nurses union fought that and never did go to court. It was just resolved um, and they never had to go through with that. But now COVID-19 is a whole new uh, game here. And again, the courts will weigh in at some point, but you are going to see businesses require their employees to be vaccinated. I don't think it's going to obviously not be 100%. And you're going to see other establishments saying, uh, in terms of customers, you can't come in here unless you're fully vaccinated. We're seeing that in the States, and we're seeing that in Europe. We're seeing that in Canada. The federal government today move was extraordinary. All federal employees um, now require vaccination. Federally regulated companies require vaccination. You are going to see uh, a lot of companies. I wouldn't be surprised if the Vancouver Canucks, when they open the season, say you can't come in 
uh, to our what have the Canucks said about that? Is a lot of anticipation about what the Canucks could do on this matter. Well, they released, what, as I said a few months ago, they released a statement to us yesterday. They are looking at this. They're they're yeah. studying this. Uh, they haven't made up their minds, but uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they do bring in a manager. What if you've got role. what if you've got season tickets to the Canucks and you're know. not vaccinated? They're, they're going to have to figure that out. They're going to have to figure that out. Okay. Speaking of sports, um, just, let's just end with this, and then we'll take a break and take some phone calls in, on a completely different matter. Uh, did you watch the baseball yeah. game last night at Field of Dreams? Yes, wasn't that amazing in Iowa? The the old uh, Field of Dreams, Kevin Costner, eight home runs, White Sox, Yankees, eight home runs over the wasn't really even a fence into the cornfield. Uh, yeah. it, was, it was amazing, including a two run walk off homer by the Red Sox to beat the, to beat the Yankees. Okay, I thought it was very cool. Of course, it was all inspired by the Field of Dreams movie by Kevin Costner about the farmer in Iowa who plows into his cornfield to build a baseball diamond. BC author W.P. Kinsella, Field of Dreams. Okay, here is um, here's Kevin Costner last night at the game. We've kept our promise. Major League Baseball has kept its promise. The dream's still alive. There's probably just one question to answer. Is this heaven? I don't think I heard you. Is this heaven? Yes, it is. Okay, I had chills going up my spine there last night. <laughs> pretty corny, <laughs> pretty corny, but pretty fun. A lot, lot of fun. Uh, it's going to be on the highlight reel all day long. One of the reasons why I wanted to mention it to you was for the point that you just mentioned. Don't forget, it was a Canadian author who wrote the Shoeless Joe book. Yep. Uh, the field that Field of Dreams was based on. Canadian author. He spent a lot of time in British Columbia. He lived in Vancouver. He lived in Victoria. Uh, died a few years ago. Um, and uh, he was briefly mentioned in the telecast last night, but I thought he should have got a little bit more airtime. Yeah, I mean, uh, W.P. Kinsella is sort of the forgotten uh, name in all this. Kevin Costner gets all the attention because of the movie yes, and that type right. of thing. But Shoeless Joe was a, was a great book. Um, Shoeless Joe Jackson, a great um, figure in baseball history. I'm a bit of a baseball historian. Figure. Very controversy. Got caught up in the Black Sox scandal. Yeah. Sort of an innocent farm boy, but a sort of a, a natural athlete, one of the greatest hitters of all time. But suspended for life because he didn't blow the whistle. He knew what was going on in the 1919 World Series, but he didn't. Uh, he didn't uh, blow the whistle on it, and for that, he was uh, kicked out for life. All right, welcome back. It's Baldry's beat. Keith Baldry is my guest. Let's go right to your phone calls here, Rick and Port Moody. Hey, Rick. Hey, gents. How are you? Thanks for taking my call. Sure. Uh, you know what? I'm, I'm going to start off by saying I, I'm double vaccinated, and my family is, and, and we all like we believe the message. But uh, yesterday there was an interaction that uh, Keith had with a caller that had a legitimate question that, that I've been asking myself, and that you know science has now proven you can have be double vaccinated and still be a carrier. So his question merely was like, so what's the point? And Keith, your reaction to him, like you were a real cornhole yesterday, the way you talked to him. You were arrogant. You dismissed him. You called him stupid. You called him dangerous. And I think you crossed the line and you need to apologize to that guy. No, no, sorry. Sorry, I didn't call him stupid. I do think that anti-vaccination views are potentially dangerous. Sorry. I don't apologize for that. And if you want to call in and say it's no point getting vaccinated, you're not doing yourself a service or your family. Well, as I as I recall that caller, I, I think the point he made was that even if you're double vaccinated, you still have the potential to catch COVID and maybe if you're even and and be a carrier of COVID and pass it on to someone else. So I think That's his true. argument was, what's the point? The thing is, though, I mean, uh, the, 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 vi- the vaccine 
makes it less likely that you pass on the virus. And you don't have to look any further than our long-term care home situation, where the vaccination efforts there have paid off big time. People just massive drop in in fatalities associated with long-term care homes because everybody's getting vaccinated. Are people still getting sick in long-term care homes? Yes, they are. And the caller made that point yesterday. I agreed with him because that's what the science shows. Right now, 95% of the cases of COVID-19 are in unvaccinated people. But there's 5%, and that number could this is called breakthrough cases, and this number yeah. seems to be increasing a bit, which is a bit worrisome. Well, because of Delta. Yeah, the Delta variant. Yeah. And we could get another variant emerge that maybe these vaccines aren't effective uh, with. But so far, we're not at that. But we are seeing people, and this has never been disputed, still getting sick with COVID-19, even though they're double-dosed. And it's a very small number, but it is an, a number, and it's, yeah. it's, it's, a, it's a noticeable number. But that's not a reason to not get vaccinated. And this is what the, these callers, some of these callers just don't fig- can't figure out. It's, it, there's a reason to get vaccinated, folks. It's, it's to protect your community, not just yourself. Okay, let's go to Mark on the line in Delta. Hey, Mark. Oh, hi, uh, Mike Keith. I'll try to be quick here. Um, I'm all for this uh, heavy-handed approach. I think it was absolutely necessary. I had to take my mom back to Seashell, so I had to take public transit, put the mask on. I'm doubly vaccinated on the ferry. Many people aren't wearing masks. On to the 257 downtown, I'm wearing the, va- the mask. Many people aren't. How many of those people have not been vaccinated? And I think a stronger, maybe a heavy-handed approach on the buses, SkyTrain, etc., is needed. And, and Keith, one uh, of the Americans letting us in through the land border, <laughs> okay, Mark, thank you for the call. Yeah, in terms of uh, buses and masks, uh, the final chapter has not been written here. We're into a new stage here. We're going to go to stage four in September. Dr. Henry says, as far as she's concerned, that we're cleared there. But they are talking to uh, education institutions, K-12 and universities, about the reopening plans. There could be a mandatory mask rule in place. I mean, you've got college faculties calling for mandatory vaccinations. I don't think that's going to happen. Terry Morin and the BCTF. Why do you not think that's going to happen? I, because, again, interesting where she talked about um, locations of transmission. We've seen transmission in long-term care homes. That's where the outbreaks have been. We haven't seen outbreaks in universities, colleges, or K-12 schools. Until we see those, I don't see you're going to see those big measures such as mandatory vaccination requirements. Jim on the line in Surrey. Hi, Jim. Hi, guys. Uh, you know, this is really a frightening scenario. So when do we get to the point where we start starving people? You can't have a driver's license. You can't have ICBC. You can't have home insurance. We seize your property, and the list goes on. And I know what you're going to say. You're going to say, oh, that'll never happen. Look back at the last two weeks and what has happened. This is a very, very frightening thing, what's going on here. And... Uh, I don't know what to say other than it's What, what happened in the last two weeks? Uh, well, Bonnie Henry now has said that you must be vaccinated for homes. The government just announced on the radio, on your radio station, mandatory vaccines for federal right. employees. So what's next? And I know, I know you're going to say it. Oh, that'll never happen. Oh, I'm not what saying it will ever happen. Okay, okay thank, thank you. Thank you for I've the call. I've been saying since day one, there are going to be more rules. There are going to be more restrictions. I'm not saying it's, it's, this isn't going to happen. Well, they're not going to say you can't have a driver's license. No. Like, and again, like, come you're, on. You're not going to be uh, forbidden to obtain essential services because you're not vaccinated. That's not, that is not in the cards. That's been ruled out. But uh, conditions of employment, that seems to be a moving playing field. I mean, for the feds to announce today all federal employees to be vaccinated, that's a huge move. And that's going to have ramifications and it's going to have a domino effect.